So have you had to get rid of any Chief Wahoo merchandise you might have had? Or have you ever bought a Chief Wahoo thing? I've had, the Chief Wahoo was the first thing I've ever owned. Wow. Uh, sports things. I my my um, my dad's family's from Cleveland, and we live, I was born in Cleveland, so that was the first hat. I remember we, we moved to Buffalo when I was three, so I remember waiting at the bus stop. Both my brother and I had Chief Wahoo Cleveland Indians hats. Mm. And by the way, for all the listeners, we didn't know that it was. I mean, not that I mean we were so young. I don't think I don't feel. I think a lot of people can say we didn't know, but they're like grown, like we were kids, and like, and there were there were Indian guides back then, like which is oh god yes, I was in Indian guides, yeah. yeah. So I think it was like, um, obviously treating a culture that had been uh, treated way, way mistreated for years in a way, a it's bit. like, oh, we're going to use your stuff. <laughs> but uh, I don't think anybody was like thinking negatively about them. But um, yeah, we had Chief Wahoo. And then I remember all through, like I, I had what I had the yellow one. I got the old school hat when I was in high school. Oh God, yeah. Not yellow, but it wasn't like the red. And it, I don't know which one was worse. Like, the red one seems worse because it's red, <laughs> and I'm not in any position to say which worse. But I've had it throughout my whole life. I still own it. I think I, I know I bought the C probably like ten years ago because I was like, this seems more appropriate. Um, so I've had the C for a while, and I remember watching them on their World Series run. They would only wear the Wahoo, and I I get it because I played sports that like, you embrace the thing that everyone embraces and. And I don't think they were like trying to be offensive, but it was like, that's when I think they were on like national TV all the time. And, and then I don't know, those major league baseball networks were like, yeah, we got to cool it with that. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, they it smaller. Was... Like if you look at the hats from like late, like 2007, 2000, there it was a bigger face. And then like now, then in the world series, they were smaller faces. <laughs> It's like, well, if we make it smaller, people might people might think it's a red leaf or something. <laughs> <laughs> if we shrink the racism, maybe people will complain less. Yeah. <laughs> it did seem like that because if you look at every other hat, I don't have one on me, but like it took up most of the hat. And my brother has one and it took, but then you watch the world series. It's like a little tiny. And it's like, I don't think it's better because it's smaller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the interesting thing. Put it to this, it's less percentage wise. <laughs> <laughs> and when uh, Jim Tomei was with, the Indians for most of his career, it was with that 90s era hat, like you say, where it was just plastered. You couldn't miss it. And when he got elected to the Hall of Fame, it was obvious he was going to be a Cleveland Indian on his plaque. But they, and he kind of was the spokesman for it, they chose to put the Block C on the plaque, uh, which I think was maybe like 20 games when he came back in like mid-2011 or something like that. Yeah. but I think that was just him in the hall acknowledging that, yeah, even though most of my career was not with this particular Cleveland hat, yeah. this is going to look a lot better from like anybody who visit this going forward. If I just Very have the block scene, you can't argue with that. No, no. I, I, I feel like if you are from Cleveland and you have, like, I don't, I mean, I have a Miami uh, Red Hawks, which is Miami. They were the red, I think they were the Redskins originally, but it, it's a, it's a it's a uh, solemn depiction of an Indian face, and like when I was in high school, we were the Apaches, and it was on our basketball thing was like a, like I don't know a reverent picture of an Apache, and I don't know if that's better or worse, but it wasn't like a cartoon, so I think that's a little better. Yeah, uh, but the red smiling Indian is hard to look at and be like, oh, that's probably that's gonna affect that. And <laughs> yeah. then the, I I get the drum thing is like a cool thing you're saying, but that's also what's appropriate culture is like it's not yours. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, the drum, like, if they changed the name, like, especially if they picked, like, the Cleveland Rockers or something, I mean, yeah. you could 
carry the drum into that and just be like, yeah. well, okay, that's the drum line for, yeah. for this new mascot. So you could get away with that in, in theory, but yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, that is taking, taking the culture and just having this white man in what's probably what is sixties or seventies, yeah. just pounding away and having other white people clap along. There is something a little, eh. and it's Helen, it, in yeah. Chicago, there's going to be it, there's going to be a reckoning for the Blackhawks logo at some point, even though that's yeah. not nearly as overtly insulting as Chief Wahoo. It's still a cartoon caricature of a Native American. Yeah, I feel like when it's specific to a tribe, maybe I don't know why. I mean, I and obviously I don't have a place to speak on that, but this seems to be less. Well, whereas like I think there's it's I mean yeah I don't know. I mean, the Braves have a tomahawk chap. That seems worse because everybody's doing it. And I don't know, a lot of people died, but I didn't call that. <laughs> like, this is worse than that. I think that. Not necessarily David Justice's fault, but you know. <laughs> I think part of it, it, the interesting experience for me, which obviously this is just shows my privilege, is that I get to see what it's like to have something that I grew up with. Because we always look at our elders and not all elders, but a lot of people are, they have like views and they say things that are inappropriate now. And I was like, well, I would never do that. And then I grew up with this culture where this is an Indian that was on my hat. And I, I have actually a world series hat that had the world series thing on it. And, um, and, and I feel like that's something that I experienced that everyone that I never saw. Why? Well, I, I think once I started to see it was bad, I, I stopped but, um, to the point where, it, it should have never been okay my whole life. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of what we're realizing. It, yeah, uh, people that I respect and value all sort of supported this thing that was um, in some way hurting somebody and they didn't have to. There's a lot of other mascots out there. Yeah. And I, I guess maybe Indians were native to that part of the country, but also if they're not, they're not anymore because we took their land away. So that's even worse. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Uh yeah, it's interesting you mentioned the World Series merch and uh, put a pin in that because I'm going to do, do the show open real quick and then we'll jump right back into that topic. Yeah. Uh, there's an interesting segue from my family uh, that leads into that. But yeah. uh, this is the Three, Three Strikes You're Out podcast, part of the Outsports Podcast Network, the Outsports Baseball Podcast, episode number 56, the Brian McRae episode of Three Strikes You're Out. My name is Ken Schultz, contributing writer to Outsports Baseball Prospectus and stand-up comedian waiting for the pandemic to end. The other voice you are hearing uh, is a friend of the pod and comedy pal from Barrel of Laughs in Oaklawn, Illinois days. He, uh, his new comedy CD is The Internet Live, available for streaming on pretty much any service you can find. Michael Palasak is joining us yet again. Thank you for being here. Good, sir. Thanks for having me, Ken. Yes. And I wanted to... be on the Brian McRae? Brian McRae's Yeah. Movie? Yeah. Number That's 56, awesome. BMAC. Like, not... You know, underrated player a little bit. I just looked up his stats uh, right before we started this because I wanted to confirm he was 56. Yeah. And uh, he had three years with the Cubs in the mid-90s where he was like a solid 2.5 to 3 win player every year. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, for Cubs center fielders, like that's like him and, God, like one year of Jerome Walton in 89 up until up until they got Dexter Fowler. That's about it. From yeah, I I remember Brian. Well, I know that he had a somewhat of a prolific career because I remember because he was a Royal too, right? Right. Yeah, that was yeah. where most of his good years were with. Yeah, so he was a starter in the major leagues for a long time, and uh, yeah, I remember watching him and enjoying his baseball. Team, so. Yeah, uh, and his father. If you look up uh, Hal McRae post game rant, 
uh, one of the all timers that he just, it, it's, it's this fun clip where for about a minute after a terrible loss, he's kind of just speaking to the media in this very matter of fact, calm tone of voice. And then somebody asks a question and 30 seconds later, he yanks a phone out of the wall and throws it against the other wall. It's, it's a trip. Was he, was he a coach or he was a player too? He was manager at that point. Hal McCray was, was the manager. Was for Brian ever? Uh, I think he might've managed Brian. When he actually. was at the Royals maybe? Yeah. 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 That sounds right. Uh, and hopefully Brian was out of the room when he threw the phone. Cause that, <laughs> that's not good discipline. As you know, the father of a two-year-old. <laughs> um, that's, that's not why you called. Uh, I wanted to bring up. Um, so after the Cubs, uh, this might, uh, Painful reminder, the Cubs won the 2016 World Series. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm aware of it. Like, it's, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't, it, it, there's no like way to segue into this in a non-awkward way to an Indians fan. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but after that, my dad bought me like every piece of memorabilia he could find because he knew, yep, I would want it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. So he bought like all the locker room shirts and the parade commemorative shirts. Yeah. But two of the pieces he bought me were, uh, I assume, sold during the actual games themselves, where it was just 2016 World Series Cubs versus Indians. Yeah. And my dad came of baseball age in the 1950s. That's when he yeah. first really got into baseball. Yeah. And so he's got sometimes a very 1950s mentality when it comes to certain things. And he loves Chief Wahoo, or at least <laughs> he, he did. Uh, yeah. I, I think he recognizes that, yeah, this is not a good thing now. But yeah. the, the two, uh, he got me a cap and a T-shirt with Cubs versus Indians. And it's got the Cubs regular CUBS logo. And right next to it is the big smiling racist face of, of Chief Wahoo. <laughs> and my, my approach to getting these was um, I'm grateful for anything from the 2016 World Series. Obviously, my dream came true in yeah. that week. Um, so it's like, I've accepted these, I'm keeping them, yes. but I have not worn either of those once. And I yeah. don't think I ever will. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's also a gift from my dad. So that is like, you know, when, when your family is kind of gifting you the weird 1950s racist thing, uh, I don't want to say it makes it sentimental, but there is a sense of, yeah, my dad gave me this and it was an important thing. So it's, it's yeah. almost like it, it, it moved from clothing to an artifact immediately yeah. for me. I mean, I like, I think I've had a, I'm deeper in it than you are. Cause I was born in Cleveland and like we had the stuff and I didn't growing up, we didn't see anything wrong with it. And also I think, I think part of the ways, which this is the good lesson I think that the, we can learn is that these things that are racist and, and horrible um, you could be doing. And it's, it's, not your fault that you're doing it at the beginning because we're not, I'm not the person that came over and did horrible, horrible stuff. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it did happen and then you know about it and then you see that how it affects people and then you, whether you choose to do it or not do it. Yeah. It's, it's I don't know. And I, I haven't looked up all the reactions from the native American community to Chihuahua. So I don't know if there is some people that are like, Oh, I love hearing that. I don't know, but I don't, I don't know. I think it's, it's hard. Like we, I, you can't take it personally as if, if someone's like, I don't like that. And if anything, I think you need, yeah, it's tough. It's, it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. I, I was looking up um, like YouTube videos as I wrote a story about this for Outsports when they announced that the Indians were going to be dropping the Indians name after this next year. Yeah. And like a few of the videos I found were from the Cleveland plane dealer uh, 
where on opening day of every year at Jacobs Field, there's a group of Native Americans that co that comes to protest the, yeah. the nickname and the Chief yeah. Wahoo logo. Yeah. And I'm sure I would hope that there are some large parts of the Cleveland fan base that supports protests like that. But yeah. the ones that always make it onto the Plain Dealer videos are the, the pro-Chief Wahoo crowd. Mm -hmm. And that is always someone who like rounds a corner and sees them and either curses them out because, you know, the Native Americans have had it so good for so long, <laughs> or like ends up doing like stereotype Indian war whoops at the oh, Native okay. American protesters. And really, I think once you're at the point where you're making war whoops at real Native Americans, that's the point, time when you've lost the debate. Like yeah. there, there is nothing good that can come of that. Yeah, I think people react that way because they don't like to feel, I don't know, this is my projection maybe, of what, but they don't like to feel like they're doing something wrong. And when someone shows them they're doing something wrong, it's it's harder to be like, oh yeah, let me see what I can learn about this. It's easier to be like, yo, you're crazy. <laughs> and so I think that's in a way, maybe what the city of Cleveland, and I think if you grow up loving baseball, in a way, in a sense, baseball is kind of a pretty pure sport. Like it's not as violent like football and it seems more like any size person can play it. Like it's, it's very democratic that way. Um, there was a uh, Jose Altuve proves that any size person can play it as long as you're wearing a buzzer. So exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe not every size person can play. It. <laughs> um, but I'm sure there's always still been shorter people that have been not as successful as him. But I feel like it's and also um, it's they've done things in the past. Like I don't know, they make a big deal about Jackie Robinson, but they wouldn't have had to do that if it wasn't because of Ty Cobb. So it's like. It's, <laughs> they were already playing. Everybody was playing, and then they stopped letting black people play. So it's. Mm -hmm. And there is something you feel like when you're watching a baseball game, you're not doing something wrong. And when you're watching a, your city's team wearing the colors of America, you feel like you're not doing something wrong. But this is the same way as like when I buy it, and it, I don't know if it's comparable at all, but like you buy a shirt and you find out it was made in a sweatshop or like I use an iPhone that was manufactured. Like those are all their own horrible things too that are, they're easy to look past because they're not in front of your face. Yeah. And, and I think we should strive as a culture to find those things and put them in our face so we can all be better. Yeah, it's it's partly enlightening ourselves and understanding that, yeah, I mean, everybody compromises your integrity and your beliefs uh, at certain points in your life. It's a matter of when you're kind of given the option, especially for something that is seemingly as easy and trivial as a sports mascot, yeah. when you're given the option to say, okay, I can actually work to make myself and make things better for, especially for a marginalized class of people, Yeah, that's when you should take that opportunity. And uh, well, especially because Cleveland is a small market team and they could use the support from whatever fans they get. So <laughs> they want to give Lindor, they're going to need some. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's, that, that's what really bothers me. And, and I mentioned this in the piece I put on Outsports about it, that uh, it, even though that they're moving beyond the nickname and they've gotten rid of Wahoo a couple of years ago, they are still selling like branded Chief Wahoo merchandise in the official wow. team store, which means that Cleveland ownership has put more effort into retaining Chief Wahoo than they have Francisco Lindor. And that <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, Wahoo does not play a good shortstop. But <laughs> not at all. I think, I don't know, I feel like, um, from back to your situation, I feel like when it, if you're experiencing it, the, the shirt and in your own home, I don't, and you're doing it because you love your dad and you enjoyed the World Series and it was a part of it. I don't know if you don't have to feel guilt with that. I think when you, if you were to wear it and it like offended people, but if it offends you, then you should definitely not wear it either. But that's what, 
And then maybe that's just a justification. Like, I think with stuff like that, you're right. It just is existence is offensive, but um, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's, as I say, it's, it's became a relic as soon as I got it, but it, yeah. it's also a relic of that particular moment that is special for me. So it's, yeah, it's, and, and I feel even just kind of weird saying that, you know, something that, that that's that racist and that insulting to, again, a marginalized, very marginalized yeah. class of people means something to me uh, when obviously yeah. the, the greater that's meaning to them takes precedence. And it is a challenge because it wasn't like a shirt from the 50s where you can sort of, like if you watch uh, something from the 50s, like a TV show or a movie, there's things in there where it's like, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, that was made in a time where we didn't. But this 2016 was not very long ago. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, it also says something about 2016. I mean, yeah. that was, of course, the year of the 2016 election. And yeah. I mean, yeah. So that reveals something about us when you think about it, even though it's it's like it, we, we, as a country, tried to shrink our collective racism, but it kind of blew up in our faces that November. I think it all has to do with, I mean, the reason it's lasted so long is probably because, I mean, I don't know actually a lot about the ownership, but it seems like it's all financially based. Like a lot of colleges switched earlier because it affects their money when people, when they have this like politically thing that's incorrect and not even just incorrect, like horrible. Um, so they switched earlier. Whereas like sports teams where there's so much money in that brand, they probably have people come in and be like, it's actually, you're going to make more money if you keep this thing until if you don't, you don't. So it's good that people came, made it a thing that it's, I have to think they're going to make more money changing it than they would if they would have kept a while. Absolutely. I mean, so that's, I guess our place in it is to make it so everyone knows it's okay. So people have to stop buying it. Yeah. And I think what you said earlier, too, about like as, as a small market team that, that relies so much on attendance for the money that they make, that I'm sure ownership probably factored that into their thinking, too, where they thought that, OK, if we offend this part of the fan base that's so heavily tied into this terrible racist mascot, then a, a team that, you know, most years is not close to a league leader in attendance that would lead to like an even further drop off. And yeah. I mean, it's the classic story of rich white people always putting economics above doing the right thing. I mean, that's what have we learned these past four years? <laughs> I think also they have to be really careful because uh, if this were an, an episode of a TV show that I really liked, I don't know which one, but the, the team would be like, we're gonna do the right thing, we're gonna change it. And then somehow they change it into something even more offensive <laughs> to a larger group. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that would be, but it's just, they, they have millions and millions of dollars. Like, oh, actually, that offends this country and Asian <laughs> And this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like everything that's occurring to me, and we're recording this at 1 a.m., is just the worst possible thing you can think of. So, I know there's been a lot of times where I'm like, I'm not famous enough where I could ever get in trouble, but like, I don't <laughs> want to say anything. Yeah, but this is going in the internet, and someone might Google at some point, and yeah. yeah. Um, so let's think, uh, let's, let's think in that direction for a second. Um, what name uh, of any that have been proposed or any that occur to you would you like Cleveland to change its baseball team nickname to? Well, let's go over the ones that have been proposed. My, well, my feeling of just this, of what I would like, I would like it to be one of the old ones, like the Naps or the Spiders, mm-hmm. or something that's connected to that, like the history of baseball, like the Blue Sox or something like that, yeah. where it's like this is a like similar historical name. I, I don't know. There's something in me that doesn't love the Rockers because I don't really understand why. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland, other than the sports were so bad that they had to have somewhere for somewhere to go. Um, <laughs> uh, I believe the DJ who coined the phrase rock and roll worked out of Cleveland. If okay. I've, I've been to the hall once and I, that sticks in my mind is like, this is why this is here. And uh, then, but yeah, 
rockers, there, there's something that's like almost twee about rockers. Well, and me. also that's a little bit, that's kind of what we're talking about because John Rocker was not <laughs> a good person when it came to the state, <laughs> I think. <laughs> very, very, very briefly on Cleveland too, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, when he had changed because he wasn't in the New York subway anymore. So had, <laughs> <laughs> um, Someone assured him there was no subway in Cleveland and... Uh, I think if they did something, so I don't like Cleveland Rocks as much either because I, I mean, I think Drew Carey's great, but it's like, that was, it's, I mean, it's not, I don't know. And then I, I think something with the lake could be, I think there's already a minor league team like that does something with the lake. Lake Monsters, right? Isn't lake there? Monsters? I, I want to say there's a Lake Monsters somewhere in, in the minor leagues, hopefully that hasn't been contracted at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's a dynamite name. I love that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, positive though would be good. Like not... Because it's not, it's very, very, the, the, the bright side of it is that you have a chance to determine a name of a, a very storied franchise that's been around for 100, over 100 years, right? It's the mm-hmm. over, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 1901, and, I think. Uh, and you never get to do that. You look at some of these names that have been around forever. They don't make, like the Lakers are the Lakers, but they're in LA. It's like <laughs> the Jazz are in Utah where it doesn't seem like, so they get this, they get the chance to make something new and it's, it'll be interesting to see what they do. If, if you went for a name that was like the complete opposite of what Cleveland stood for, like the Utah Jazz, like what, what pops into your mind? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a terrible anti-Cleveland joke, but the thing that pops into my head was the Cleveland Hope. <laughs> I, I mean nothing by that. Cleveland is a wonderful city. This, that's just years and decades of awful training. So forgive me, Clevelanders. Yeah, I mean, that is, I feel like, yeah. The, you people bring up the World Series a lot, and I think the thing that softened the blow, especially for my dad, was I don't know, but ever because uh, baseball is so huge, and I I realized that because when we were when I was looking at because the for I don't know if listeners follow basketball, but the Cavs were in the championship that year and they won. Yes. And I was looking at tickets for that, and I wasn't gonna be able to go, but I looked at tickets for that, and it was like you could get a ticket for like a good seat for me. I don't know. It was like 350 was the lowest for an NBA finals game in Cleveland. And then you look at a world series game. It was like thousands, like there was, it was so much more expensive. And so I think baseball was more important to a lot of the city than basketball, but because the Cavs did win the championship, it didn't make it a little easier. I think. Yeah. Enjoy the world series. And I mean, it sucks that they blew the lead, but yeah, I don't, I mean, I think LeBron is such a part of that community. I don't think you would go with something with LeBron, but I think something, like that where it's like something that came from cleveland that was great could you go for like the cleveland kings would that work i mean yeah i it it would be interesting that that's interesting yeah i i, I kind of like that as as, yeah. as a tribute to their natives even though he's obviously playing in la now he's still in LA, a sport but it, he did bring the first championship since the 60s or whatever yeah like he he's the one that came back and broke that streak for everybody so yeah that would be a great tribute to like one of the greatest sporting heroes, not just in that city, but honestly in the country. LeBron is incredible. Yeah, you're right. And he's had such a, he's had a prolific, like the one of the, probably the longest bet, like people, if you want to debate whatever, but he's been around the longest at the high level. And, and it, it would allow Cleveland to claim him forever. Like LA is probably going to put up a statue. I don't know if Miami does. I mean, if they win, but Cleveland will have a team named after him. Mm-hmm. And it's a different sport, but it, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean that just popped in my head, but I I kind of like that. that yeah. uh, one that's also been suggested by uh, one of my BP colleagues, Russell Carlton, uh, who was also one of my Kenyan colleagues. Uh, but uh, he wrote a big article because he's from the Northeast Ohio area, and he went through like 
20 different permutations of like some joke, but some serious ones. And the Cleveland Guardians is one that he said is kind of uh, an under underrated suggestion, I think because there's uh, a bridge across the Cahoga River that um, is has statues on either side called the Guardians of Transportation. Oh, wow. Like it's a major like local landmark or something that, that that would be a nod to that. Does that strike you as anything? Um, I mean, I, I, I'm not aware of that. I don't have an emotional connection to it. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like thinking of funny ones, I heard that Ohio, if you're studying to become like a newscaster, like Ohio has the best diet, the most normal accent. Mm. So maybe like sense. something like that, like the Cleveland <laughs> speakers. <or something. laughs> the, the, the Cleveland flatness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's the flats. That that might be a thing. The flats. Yeah, I don't know if the flats have gone down. I mean, I, that's a good question. I think something, I mean, I don't know. How about what, the, uh, the Cleveland the Hilarities? That's... What's that? The Cleveland Hilarities. You've played there, right? Oh, yes. Yes. That's not in the flats, though. The improv's in the flats. Oh, oh okay. The hilarities on 4th Street, which is right by the baseball stadium and the basketball stadium. Hmm. Um, what was the last major professional team to have a new mascot? Or to, like, get... What was the last... I, Probably the Washington Wizards, I would guess, off the top well, of the my head. Well, the Pelicans were more The recently, Pelicans, you're right. right. Yes, that's right. I wonder how, like, the Pelican is a bird that's near the ocean. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, I think there's, like, it's, it's a major presence in New Orleans, I think, too. Yeah. So, so I don't, I, I think animals are cool for, like, colleges, but I think when you're embodying a whole city, it's, I, I like the ones that are so, like, more transcendent than that. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know what kind of animal would represent i mean you could go back to the old cleveland municipal stadium and name them the seagulls yeah or what was the uh the so you could do something with 10 cent beer night or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man the uh yeah the cleveland bad ideas <laughs> maybe you just go the other way completely just do like a white person like Cleveland <laughs> and it's just like a drunk guy being as racist as possible. <laughs> the the Cleveland voters, yeah. That's uh I, I do think when uh and this I am in support of the change, but years ago on Facebook I saw someone as an argument for the change being like, How would you feel if your nationality was a thing? And I looked at them and they're all basically different like white people things. I was like, those are funny, those should be them because mm-hmm. we need to get made fun of like yeah. We and are the people that you should use. <laughs> and that's, yeah, when you're the dominant culture, uh, yeah. yeah, something that, like that taking the piss out of you, like, yeah, the, the impact is so much different than yeah. one that has been, you know, historically massacred. And then... Yeah, like the Vikings are the Vikings because they destroyed everything. Like you can yeah. be the Vikings and... Yeah. You know, the fighting Irish, I think, are fine because Irish are fine with it. But... Because <laughs> there's not a lot of people mascots. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's, there is a good reason for that. As, as <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael, do you have anything to plug while I still got you here? Um, just yeah, my my. Thank you for mentioning my album, The Internet Live. And then I do. Uh, I did about six episodes of a show called The Bright Side, which is linked on my website, which is michaelpalasak.com. Awesome. And honestly, sir, it is a bright side anytime I get a chance to speak with you. So thank you. this has been a pleasure, man. Yeah. Thanks.